your handmade queen here i hope everybody has been keeping it royal and not letting nobody take y'all royalty from y'all anyway i'm coming to y'all today on this lovely tuesday morning september 22nd to give y'all a rundown on my craft show experience this past weekend so as you may already know i definitely did a video again by the time y'all listen to this i may or may not have the video already posted so as far as describing my setup and everything it may go over some of y'all because hell sometimes it go over me when i'm describing this shit <laughs> but needless to say if y'all watch the video y'all see my setup and see what it is that i'm talking about so i'm gonna go ahead and jump right into it and try not to keep this podcast or this episode anyway that long so first things first we're gonna go over the hiccups that i had getting ready for the craft show itself so first thing first didn't pack my stuff on time like i thought i was or should have i wasn't off of working time for me to pack my stuff in a timely manner even though i should already had it staged the night before and i did not so that kind of messed me up too so that was my fault so thing number one if you can have your stuff packed the night before if not a few days before so that way you're not running around the day of the show or the morning of the show trying to hurry up load your truck and make sure you got everything because that will slow you down it will frustrate you it frustrated me and it discouraged me because i didn't want even want to go to the show at that point that my kids were throwing fits and tantrums but i could understand i woke them up at like 5 30 in the morning on the weekend thing number two is when I finally did show up to the craft show and get there and set up. It took me until about 10.15 to actually set up correctly. And that, I know, but the show starts at 9, so I'm, I lost about an hour and some change of sales that I could have potentially have gotten. Thing number two is, I had a lot of stuff on the little small table that I had out front. And it wasn't spaced out the way I wanted it because I wanted my booth to be set up so that people could come and walk in and look at stuff and look at things. And it wasn't like that at all. But I digress. Hopefully next, hopefully next month, I'll, oh shit. Let me slow down. Got water all over the road. Anyway, hopefully next month, I'll have a 10 by 20 space. And if not, I'm going to just have to revamp how I have my booth set up. Instead of using one long table, just get a couple little tables and make it so that I have the space for people to come in, walk, see, look, and do. Fourth thing was I did not have enough of my best sellers out. Usually my best sellers are my pillows that come with the pillowcase and my bling shoes. Didn't have enough of my bling shoes. The ones that I did have were were mermaid flip-flop shoes. Those did sell, but because I didn't have sizes, and this is going to be thing number six, a variety of sizes, I lost sales. I do know that I talk about if you can go all in, if you can afford to go all in, go ahead and go all in if you have the funding to do so. If not, go in 
on a limited budget. So by that, I mean buy two of each size so you at least have, and if you can, push it to three. If you can buy at least two or three of each size of the item that you have, that'll be best because then multiple people can come through and buy that size and you'll get multiple sales. That's where I was messing up, not only with my bling shoes, but not having enough of my shoes out there are sizes, but also with my onesies and my shirts that I was making or that I had up for sale as well. I didn't have enough sizes or a variety of sizes, should I say. So that definitely messed some sales up for me. And that's my own fault because I haven't been taking my my own advice. Like now I'm starting to take my own advice and that's why I'm telling y'all about it because that's stuff that has messed up my business from flourishing. Anyway, thing number five was I didn't have out all my pricing signs until Sunday. So mind you, Saturday, I had all my, my garments and all my items tagged with signs, well not signs, but the little tags that tell you how much each item is, how much it costs, all that stuff. But people don't look at that. I feel like people are afraid to flip the tag over and see how much something costs. That's the reason why I write, write the price on each side. But I feel like some people are afraid to flip the tag over to see how much you're charging for that particular item, especially if they think they can't afford it. So to eliminate that, I did have, I don't know what they're called, but they're like the little clear things that you put signs in and you can sit them on the table. I had those and I had my prices on the outside of it with one of those colorful chalk markers. I had wrote the prices down. So that way I had a list of prices right there on the table. People still seem to not see that there. So Sunday, when I, after I went, left Saturday from the show, I stopped at Walmart and I got blank index cards and I wrote out the prices of all my items on those and I put them, I taped them up to the hooks that I had my items hanging on. Well, that did, that definitely helped a lot because that time it was in their face. They had no choice but to see how much I was selling my items for at that time, what the item was and stuff like that. So here's a free tip. If you're going to be putting up signs, get the little laminating sheets. And if you have a laminator, go ahead and laminate your signs and cut them out. So that way, all you have to do is reuse them at every show. Because I've tried doing the cute little chalkboard, uh, what are those little things, clothespins that are connected to the clothespins and pinning them on stuff. That don't work because when I wanted to change my prices on the chalkboard, it didn't, it didn't look right. They didn't come out right, and it, it smudged the writing and everything on the little chalkboard. So I wouldn't advise those unless you have quality chalkboard and chalkboard marker thingies. Anyway, after I put up all my prices, everything was a little bit smoother on Sunday. I actually got a couple of more sales than I did Saturday. So let's see, I think that was the fifth thing. The sixth thing that I messed up on, I know there's a lot of shit that I messed up on. But I'm letting y'all know so y'all don't mess up on y'all stuff. So the sixth thing was I had the wrong season out. So I didn't make it to the show in August. So therefore, I didn't sell all my summer stuff when I should have. That should have been my big summer sale was in August. Because now we're going into fall, winter territory in September. 
and you know I should know that especially since I took fashion design and that's how the fashion world runs summer they're showing their fall winter collection winter they're showing their summer spring collection or spring summer collection so that is take that as another tip (laughs) another thing to mull over anyway I didn't have any fall stuff I didn't have any Halloween stuff I didn't even have Thanksgiving or Christmas stuff some people, well, not some people, a majority of people out there had their fall stuff and their Halloween stuff already. Well, I probably won't be doing anything Halloween-related whenever the next show comes around because it is going to be on Halloween weekend. I'll probably have some candy out for the kids so they can get some candy and do, like, a little drive-by trick-or-treat at the show. But outside of that, I'll be focusing more on Thanksgiving and on Christmas. So I'm going to start working on that and get that out there. Yes, I'm going to still have some of my summer stuff out there just so on a sale basis. I'm going to have it put to the side, and it's just going to be on clearance pretty much. And I'll probably end up bumping my price up to $6, but do a buy one, get one free. Make, you know, make them feel like they got a deal. Make them feel like it's worth their while to buy those items because you're trying to get rid of them. they trying to get a deal. So, yeah, those were about the main, you know, the six main things in which I just, what's the word, screwed the pooch pretty much on that one. And I I learned from it. I'm learning from it because as y'all can see, pretty much everything that I just told y'all, I have a remedy for. I just have to start working on it. I need to sit down and work on it and get it done. So the things that did go right is that I'm in a new you know, a new vendor, pretty cool uh, chick, I will have to say so. I also learned that there are not a lot of people out there that's vending clothes or some of the similar stuff that I'm, you know, vending for little boys. So I'm about to try and corner that market, at least at that particular show, for stuff for little boys. And I'm pretty sure that would probably make a big difference in my sales. I should see my sales go up. Because I'll have stuff dedicated to little boys out there. So that's another thing. If you're at a show and you know it's a show that happens either every month or one that you regularly attend on a, you know, not an everyday basis, but an every month basis or every weekend basis or however it works, go walk around. See what your competition is selling. See what it is that you could sell to make people come to your booth and want to stay at your booth and buy from your booth have people coming back to you the next time you're out there. You know, you want to look into that. You want to see that and get that out the way. And that's definitely one of the things I see. It's like, oh, there's not a lot of little boy stuff out here. I need to, you know, gear up to that. And you would think I would have already done that seeing as how I have a little boy myself. But my girls are here first. That's why everything, I have so much girly stuff. But, again... Go walk around, look around, see what's out there, see what you can do, and how you can do it better. Sorry, trying to reach my hair tie. I fell on the floor. But yeah, so those, like, I learned from all my little hiccups. As y'all can tell, I did like how my booth was set up. That was another good thing. I'm sorry, I kind of skipped around on that. But that's a. That's another good thing that we did, 
uh, that I did because I learned. And yeah, so just take all the stuff that I just told you and don't do it. And take all the stuff that I told you how to remedy it and do it because I guarantee it'll help in the long run. Uh, Another thing, and I've said this on another podcast before, know your shows, know where you're at, know what you should be bringing, why you're bringing it, and how you're bringing it. Definitely do that. And just keep keep your head up. Don't get discouraged because even though I wasn't making the sales that I normally make at that particular show and I did get bummed out, I still went back on Sunday. And I'm glad I did. And I revamped a couple of things on the fly on Sunday. And it helped. And it showed because I ended up making more sales. And I'm happy about that. And it, you know, it encouraged me to go back. And now that I know that I sat back, reevaluated, and I know what it is I need to do to fix what it was I messed up this past time, I know whenever I go back next month, it'll be even better. I'll be making sales. I know that I won't be as discouraged as I was this time around. So take what you just learned here today and use it to do you, to make your business flourish, to be better. Anyway, let me go because I finally made it to work. I'm here where my mask at. And yeah. Well, anyway, I hope you all have a good day. Remember, keep it royal. Don't let nobody take your royalty from you or tell you that you're not royalty. As always, I will talk to y'all later. Bye.